This that lunchroom chatter podcast, you know? Well, you sit up and think about fucking your girl's best friend, but you can't because your girl's a fighter and she'll fuck you up. This that lunchroom chatter podcast where you lay up and think about being a porn star, but you can't because you come too quick, so you got to eat the pussy for 95 minutes. Mmm, that kind of shit. This that lunchroom chatter podcast where you in bed at night thinking about beating your meat, but you can't because you live with your mama. And she busts in the room and say, bitch, get the fuck up. Mama, why you ain't knock on the door first? This that kind of shit. Where you can be yourself, where you can relax, where you could put yourself into the mind of another nigga. So stay tuned. Let's get this shit popping. Lunchroom chatter podcast, baby. Ah. Y'all know what that sound is, man. It's another edition of the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. Thank you guys for stepping into the lunchroom, man. Look, a lot of y'all was mad at me yesterday, man. I'm just going to say it off the top. A couple of y'all hit me up. Yo, it's Monday. Where the fuck is the episode? I had a lot going on, man. Y'all know my son started virtual learning yesterday. Those of you guys who follow me on Instagram at Lunchroom Chatter Pod, you guys know, like having your child go back to school And not actually going to school, but sitting in the kitchen or in the bedroom or in the living room. Like that is something new and different for everybody. Like my son started school yesterday at nine o'clock in the morning, right? Let me get my water, man. Nine o'clock in the morning. I woke up like at seven o'clock, making sure I had the iPad set up, making sure like all the fucking software was up to date, making sure, you know, the sound was working, the camera was working. Shit is fucking crazy. Like, it's new for every fucking parent. And again, I sympathize because, like, I have a computer at home. I have two iPads. I have, you know, things that my son can use to actually have class virtually. But every parent doesn't have that. So I sympathize with the parents who, they don't have a choice but to let their child go to school virtually in They may not have an iPad or a computer or something to where their child can actually learn and do their work, you know, and stay up to date and stay current with the classwork. So that's who I feel bad for. And like, I wish there was a way I could help somebody, you know, whether it be someone from my son's class or just someone coming to my house and actually being able to use my computer or, you know, just something to stay up to date. I wish I could help somebody, man, but. Shout out to all the kids going back to school. Shout out to all the parents too, man. The fact that when your child does virtual learning, like you got to be home when you got to have another adult present to like walk your child through everything that's going on, man. That's crazy. But um, I got some stuff I want to talk about this episode, man. There was a man who faked cancer. He faked having cancer. Kiss girl stay now. This was an abusive motherfucker. This guy was an abusive man. He was very controlling. He was insecure and he faked having cancer as a way (laughs) to make her stay. And I asked the question the other day on Instagram, which was, what is the craziest thing you have ever said to someone when they told you, look, this ain't going to work. This relationship needs to be over. Like, what is the craziest thing you ever told somebody in an attempt to make them stay with you? I'm going to tell y'all a story of the craziest thing I did, man. Y'all know I keep it real. I keep it a hundred. I'm not ashamed of, of nothing I've been through. Now, I've said before when I was about 18 to 19 years old, 
like I didn't look at myself in a positive light. I like I thought poorly of myself. And because of that, I was insecure and I was, you know, jealous to where I was dating someone. And like I can admit this right now. I was not the best person to date at that time because she was happy. She was upbeat and it seemed as if she loved herself. And because like, I didn't feel that way about myself. I thought poorly of myself. Like I, but like, well, I can say it straight up. Like there were times where I was mad that she seemed happy to where I said things, you know, that maybe I shouldn't have said in an attempt to make her feel down about herself. And it got to a point to where she decided, look, this ain't going to work out. And she was right. It was a very unhealthy relationship. I probably wasn't a good person to be around at that time because I had a lot of things going on within myself personally. So I'm going to tell y'all what the fuck I said and why. I know I'm not the only nigga who said some shit like that. So we're going to get to that. And, um... A woman by the name of AJ, who is Selena Powell's best friend. If you don't know Selena Powell, Selena Powell is an Instagram hoe. She admits to sleeping and fucking many rappers. Now, I'm not sure if it's true or if it's like some superhead shit. But her friend AJ, she happily admitted to sucking seven NBA players' dicks back to back to back to back on some Drake shit. Also... PNB Rock, he is a rapper. I'm not really a big fan of his music. It's not for me. But he said on Instagram that men who express themselves and they express they, their depression and emotion through music, they are lames. They are cornballs and they are not role models to look up to. Now, they are, I believe this was aimed at the up and, you know, a very, very talented upcoming artist by the name of Rod Wave. Now, his music, you know, he sings, he sings, he raps, he makes music based on, you know, his emotions, how he feels about women, about life, you know, like it connects with a lot of people. And I believe that PNB Rocks was that his post was in regards to him, where, again, he made the notion that men who sang about depression or express their inner feelings in regards to women they are lames, they are cornballs, and they are not good role models to look up to. And that shit is fucking dangerous. So I want to speak about that, man. And Madonna. Madonna posted a picture of herself. Now, Madonna is 62 years old. I believe it was her birthday. And she posted a picture of herself with her boo. Now, her boo, I don't know his age, but he looked like he about... Ah, maybe late 20s in his 30s. And, like, I just want to know, what is his reason for dating a 62-year-old woman? What was the reason? I had a reason. What was the reason? I had a reason. What was the reason? I just explained the reason. What was the reason? I mean, I think we kind of know the fact that she is Madonna. She is this, you know, this superbly, you know, famous and popular singer. So I asked the question of, at your age now, would you date someone who is in their 60s? Now, again, I believe that the majority of the world would say no, but it depends on that 62-year-old person's financial means and also if they have some status, whether it be job-related or being a celebrity. And also, man, y'all know I got some other fucking stories to talk about, man. I always 
come up with some shit. I probably tell y'all motherfuckers too much. I am probably too open about my life. But again, I don't think I can wake up and come online and give y'all some bullshit. Like, that's not me. I mean, I understand sometimes you guys may look at me like, why, why, why the fuck did he say that? Why is he telling us this? I say it because majority of the world has gone through the same things. Why did you, you know, why do you be someone who has gone through cheating or you have done the cheating? We all have done it. So I'm not going to come online and ever act perfect or act like, you know, uh, why the fuck are you 17 and you, you still taking this bitch? No, when we were all 17, 18 years old, we made terrible decisions in regards to relationships. Now, if you can close your eyes right now and think about the fact and pretend as if, oh, um, cause wait, wait, let me rewind for a second. Like not all women, but a lot of women love to pretend or love to trash younger women who make bad decisions in regards to men. Like there's no way you are 30 years old, 35 years old, even 25. And you can sit up here and admit right now that all of your decisions in regards to men have been perfect. So it's a lot of shit. I want to talk about this episode, man. I'm going to play out some shit, but um, I know I got to start off. This is a song by my guy. I've played him before, but I'm not going to stop until y'all motherfuckers add him to y'all playlist. This is my guy, Maurice Moore. This song is called Ready, Motherfucker. Oh, baby, do you remember? I was the first one to ever say that I love you. You had somebody that the one on your level. That's when you call me and tell me all about that. And how you were struggling. I miss some phone calls, all them phone calls. Used to feed my ego knowing I'm the one you want. To think that's who you'll be mine. That still blow my mind. I had a taste, but now I want it, so... I want to go back He's saying what you want and I know for a fact I'm finna pull up on my back and I'm getting you back oh, 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 oh. So We tried keeping a distance, but we kept on slipping over. I ain't complaining at all. I think you better off with this real. Oh, girl, you were so patient. Wish I would wake up from all these games I was playing. What a shame. The day they are the same. I promise this time gonna be way different, baby. Now that already, I don't wanna go back. I'm done 
for whatever. Just tell me that you got my back. I'm not the n- that did all them things in the past. No. So. I used to say, girl, why you always, girl, why you always trying to feel on me in public? Why you always tripping when I ain't posting about you? Now that's all I wanna do. I'm ready for. I don't know what's in my future, babe, but I know I don't have one without you. Baby, this is from the heart. Gina, will you marry me? You the only one I got my sights on. I ain't shipping when I say I find the right one. You ain't got to worry if I might run. Come home, beat it up, no Tyson. These bitches all on that hoe. You ain't built like that. Woman out here, cash D like Rose on the post. Just put five in a tank, girl, about to make my way to you. Yeah, only got a G1. I don't give a f about the lotto. Love ready to the Vivo. Long trips in it to Toronto. Let me know, and I'm there like pronto. You can meet me halfway if you want to, girl. That is my guy, Maurice Moore with Ready. You guys can find him on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your shit, man. Stream, my brother. This brother is nice. The nigga's talented. He raps. He sings. The nigga pin game is dope. That is Maurice Moore with Ready. So get ready, man. I got a nice little show for y'all today, man. A message just came through from my girl, man. She always supports. She be doing her shit. Appreciate that, man. So we're going to dive into this shit, man. Because I'm I'm curious, man. At the age you are now, would you date somebody in their sixties? So we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna get back. This is the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. Your man John A. Schultz, man. Welcome back, man. So. I told y'all, man, I asked the question on social media in regards to at the age you are now, would you date someone in their 60s? And that question came to my mind because I seen a post on, I believe it was on Hollywood Unlocked or the Boiler Alert, one of them shits, where Madonna posted a picture of her, you know, hugged up against her boo. Now, her boo looked like he was in his late 20s, maybe 30s. But Madonna turned 62 years old. Now, a message came through. Let me turn this shit up. A message came through in regards to... It's my homie. She sent the message in regards to would she date someone in their 60s? I haven't heard the message yet, so... Hope she don't say nothing too fucking crazy, but... Let's see what she's talking about. At the age of 27, could I realistically see myself dating somebody in their 60s? No. Primarily because someone twice my age has already had a lot of the life experiences that I've yet to, you know, 
to have, which is fine, but I am more interested in growing with a partner. I, you know, want to have kids. I want to get married. I want to, you know, grow old with my partner as opposed to someone who's that much older. They're not interested in those things anymore. And people with major mm. age gaps in relationships, I'm not saying they can't work, but it's got to be point. people whose, you know, futures aren't you know, are in line with one another. That's all. Damn. Now, I mean, to be fair, I see, look, I ain't going to let you now. Hold up. Everything she said was a hundred percent true. It was accurate. It was mature. It made sense. You know, someone in their sixties, they have been through life already. They might've been born into the, you know, at the end of the civil rights and movement, like they've been through so much shit to where if you in your thirties, like some of the life experiences, the things that you guys may go through, like this motherfucker has already gone through. But speaking of growing, this nigga might fuck you right. Now, this nigga, he's been a, now let me not say nigga shit. I'm trying to stop using that word. This man or this woman has gone through so much. Well, I'm going to say man because that was a woman um, talking. So, look, this man may dick you down. I understand that, you know. You, you might see a guy in his 60s. Again, I think it depends on someone's financial status and also if that person is a celebrity because I believe that if Idris Alba, Boris Kojo, who else? Who else is these black heartthrobs that these motherfuckers drool over? Um, Morris Chestnut, Tyrese, Tay Diggs and shit. If it's one of them and they in their 60s and they still look presentable or they still look, oh my God, this nigga fine, like the way some of you women be saying, I think if a guy is still on that level, I think a lot of women would date this nigga. I got to stop using that. I think a lot of women would date this man. I believe so. But again, like once he popped that blue pill, once he popped that Viagra, he may be deep in your guts. He may be blowing your shit out. Now, I seen a video. <laughs> this is perfect segue, man. I seen a video on Worldstar the other day of this elderly couple arguing. Now, the old guy, I guess he was watching porn, and I guess his woman, his wife, caught him watching porn. You know, he was letting her know, yeah, you know, you seen how that, that guy was fucking that girl so hard. I can do that to you. And she was trashing him saying, look, you old. You old this shit. It's no way your old ass could fuck me the way that guy on that porn tape was fucking her. I'm trying to find the video because that shit had me in fucking tears. But while I, while I check for the video, I guess me being 31 years old, would I date a woman in their 60s? I mean, mm. That's tough, but um, I honestly, like, just hearing that off the top of my head, like, I want to say no, but I can't say no because I guess it depends. Now, would I do it? Probably not, but I would be open to it. But the reason, the number one reason I would not date no one in their 60s is, is because I do not want to be a fucking home attendant. Again, this is not me wishing... I got to say this for y'all sensitive motherfuckers out there. This is not me wishing bad health on anyone. But again, if I'm 31 years old, if the if I date someone who is Madonna's age, which is 62, right? 
10 years from now, I'll be 41. 10 years from now, she'll be 72. Now, me being in my 40s dating someone who is 72, eventually, you know, human nature is going to take its place. Eventually, her health is going to start declining in... You know, the fact that I am in a serious relationship with this person. Now, I have to, I got to be the one that's going to change her shit. I got to be the one that's going, you know, be there and wipe her ass. And I don't know if I'm cut out for that shit. I don't know if I'm the person who can wipe somebody's ass and shit. Now, my mama had that job when I was a teenager. You know, she was... She was a home attendant. She was wiping people's asses. And she used to come home every day and complain about that shit. So I don't know if I can. But again, that was her job. That was, you know, the job that she was using to pay bills, to put food in my mouth and her mouth. You know, and just give me a, the best life she could growing up. Now, oh, here, I found the fucking video. Listen to some of this shit right here, man. I'm only going to play y'all about a minute or two of this video. This old couple is arguing, right? Let me play this shit. I'll get back to y'all after. Your old ass can't do what them boys was doing. Pounding that girl ass like that. Your ass ain't doing none of that. You can't stop beating that. Let me pause. Did y'all hear that? She said, your old ass ain't doing what none of those young boys be doing. You're not pounding no ass like that. Your dick ain't good enough. Now, again... I don't know. I kind of believe that this is like a healthy, humorous relationship. It's funny as shit. Let me get back to the shit real quick. Like me, rub your knees and take your ass to sleep. Girl, you gonna let her talk about you like that? Shit. shit right. <laughs> the fuck you talking about? Moving your leg behind your damn neck. I can't even lift my leg enough to wipe my ass good. You can lift How the hell you gonna push your leg up all the way over there? Hold up Now I don't agree with that Sex is not for us no more Now if you're in your 50s Your 60s Your 70s It's people still fucking Of course it depends on You know Things such as your health And you know A lot of other factors May play a part You know Depending on your weight Now if you 70 And you 800 pounds I don't know if you fucking at 70 You, you old Your bones is brittle And your body cannot move like that And watch On TV all right, these motherfuckers getting along with the fucking. Fine. But all I'm saying is that at the end of the day, in quick conclusion, I don't think I date somebody in their 60s, but I am not against no one that does. But understand, eventually, if you guys have a serious relationship, if it goes places and, you know, you guys end up falling in love, eventually you will become a caretaker. It's no if, ands, or buts about it. You will become a caretaker. You will be that person. Hey, look, 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 it's four o'clock. Go take your pills. That's not me, motherfucker. <sighs> but speaking of something else, that's fucking crazy, man. Again, 
Selena Powell's friend AJ, she was on um, No Jumper. That is a podcast by Adam Twenty Two, and she was speaking about the fact that let me pull up this shit that she sucked seven dicks in a row. NBA players. Now, it was it was kind of cringy watching this because it was kind of as if Selena Powell was trying to humiliate her friend by making her brag about sucking seven dicks. Like, I don't even, like, I don't see how you can come online and actually speak about that and be proud of the fact that you sucked seven dicks. I'm trying to find this clip. I think they took it. Oh, here it is. This the shit right here. Listen to these motherfuckers, man. What do you want me to say, bitch? <laughs> Go all out. But okay, on my birthday, my birthday is Memorial Day weekend. Uh-huh. On my birthday, I see them all at Dre's, like this one team. Okay. She's so shy. It's just so cute, <laughs> baby. Like and I don't know. I was getting fucked in a hotel room. They all pulled up <laughs> and I sucked their Put dick. Put the mic down. The whole team. Seven. Seven basketball players. She said I was getting fucked in the hotel room and they all pulled up. The whole team. That's a row. Mm-hmm. How was that? <laughs> I was fucked oh up. God. I didn't fuck any of them though. She said, what happened to the nuts? Swallowed. All of them. Yeah. And nothing happened. You didn't have like a pause it. She swallowed seven nuts in a row. Let me get back to this shit. Now, again, I don't know how much I can say on this because I don't want to be seen as, oh, why are you talking down on woman? But she said it, not me. She sucked seven NBA players' dicks in a row and swallowed all seven nuts. Her words, not mine. Thank you. A weird reaction in your stomach or anything? No, no, I passed this out. That sounds so fun. You're, you're almost. No, no, I passed this out. That sounds so fun. You're almost making it sound like you were too fucked up to be sucking seven dicks. And also, you were getting no. fucked by somebody else right before this? Yeah, they walked in <laughs> mid, me getting fucked. How did they walk the in? Where were you? In the hotel room. So I was fucking like someone that works with the team. And I know I know that team because I've hooked up with them before. The but they team. all pulled up. No, not the whole team. <laughs> okay. Like a few of them. They all this just shit pulled is up. Embarrassing, they, man. There and they were like, let's get lit. And they were just sitting around the bed and they just rotated. Wow. Yeah. She had them spinning around like a dreidel, bitch. You hear that? Let me get your dick, your dick. I mean, she turned into Oprah. You get head, you get head, you get head, and you get head, bitch. Come on, man. Oh, my God. Let me see what else she got to say. Do you look back at this as a positive memory? Yeah, I don't care. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Now... He gave her a chance to clear it up. Do you look back at this as a positive memory? She said, I was so fucked up. So he said, do you look back at this as a positive memory? The bitch said, yes. I don't got much else to say about that because that shit is fucking crazy, man. Come on, man. Like, let me let my son, because I don't know. what. Like, what the fuck was the reason, man? What was the reason? I had a reason. Like when I was listening, all I could think of was, oh my God. Because I didn't understand. Like if you suck in one guy's dick, like why, why are you going to have them rotate and you going suck seven more dicks? Like, why would you, let me, why would you do that? It makes no sense, man. Let me get off this shit. So I, 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 whoo, this next topic here, man. 
like I told y'all, there was a man who faked having cancer because he was abusive. He was controlling towards his girlfriend to where his girl had enough. She said, look, I'm not going to keep putting up with this shit. I'm leaving. It's time to go. So he faked having terminal cancer for years to make her stay. We're going to talk about this shit, man, because this is some deep shit right here, man. Stay tuned. I got to take a quick break. I got to pay some bills, but stay tuned for this shit right here. It get crazy. What up, what up, what up, man? We back. So look, before I dive into the shit and I tell y'all the craziest thing I have ever done to stop an ex-girlfriend from breaking up with me, I just got a late entry that just came in in regards to the topic I just spoke about. Being at your age now, would you date someone in their 60s? I got a reply. It's my homie Sophia. She live in the Dominican Republic. We know it's a lot of old Spanish niggas out there trying to fuck somebody, but... Let's see what she's talking about. Donna and having a serious relationship with a 60-year-old man. No, I would not. It wouldn't even cross my mind to have a relationship with a man older than my father. My father's 55. <laughs> I am not messing with no 60-year-old man. That's just gross, first of all. I'm about to be 32. And the oldest I can think of the oldest I can think of to be in a relationship will be a man on his 40s, for example. Because I'm going to be 32, so eight years, you know, it's not that bad. However, I would prefer to be with somebody, I don't know, 37 and between 32 and 37. That's my preference. But let me finish what she's saying. If a 40 year old man that looks good. <laughs> Walks into my life, okay then. But not a sixty-year-old man. That could be my grandfather. He gotta look good, man. Who am I lying? No, wait a minute. But that's what I'm saying, though, man. That's a good reply right there. But look, I said, I mean, but she's right. Like someone maybe ten to like twelve years older, I can do that. But when we start getting into like fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty years older than me, that's a no-no. Now. Uh, would I have sex with someone that old? I don't know. Because if you're 65 and if you're 65, you know, you got arthritis and like bone issues in your legs. Like if we having sex and like I try to bend your leg back and I hear and like I hear crack, I'm gone. I ain't going to jail for that. Like that's I know it sounds kind of petty and sounds like kind of stupid, but. If you 70 years old, like, I don't know, like, your body's not going to move the same way. Your leg not going to go back the same way. It's just like a lot of things that factor into that, man. So I agree with her, man. 10 to 12 years old, I'm with that. Anything else? I don't know. But speaking of something I do know of. So the story I want to talk to you guys about real quick for a quick second before I tell y'all what the hell I did, man. But keep in mind. When I tell y'all what I did, this was like when I was, I was 18. Like I was, I was chubby. I was insecure. I was jealous. I'm not, I'm not making them no excuses because what I tell y'all, a lot of men, a lot of men, some of y'all date right now have done the same thing that I did when I was 18. But the story, this is about Kevin Beavis. He is a council worker who faked cancer to stop his girl from leaving him. This nigga, I mean, when I say 
He went into character. He even started walking with a cane and took vitamin pills daily as medication. Kelly, Kevin Beavis, 38 years old, he lied about being terminally ill to convince Karen Gregory, who was 50, to stay with him. Now, Gregory, for some reason, he wanted her to fuck other men. He wanted his girl to have sex with other men. Now, the girl, she wasn't with that. She like, yo, I'm in a relationship with you. The only person I'm having sex with is you. But, like, you know how some people have, like, different, like, fantasies and different, you know, things that turn them on. What turned him on was watching him, well, was watching her have sex with other men. So that played a huge part into why she no longer wanted to be with him. It says Gregory, who was the woman, had denied his request to have sex with other men and was about to end the relationship. Now, she grew the balls to walk away because she knew, yo, I'm not about to fuck 10 niggas for you. So right before she decided to walk away. Now, this is kind of sketchy in the first place. And like, I, I don't understand like how she even believed this, especially without seeing, you know, doctor's reports and doctor's records and, you know, being able to go with him to the doctor. So she she might have been a little bit naive in the sense that let me see right before she decided to walk away. That's when he told her, look, yo, I got cancer. It says Beavis, who was the man, would swallow 20 pills per day as part of his act. <laughs> it says he even went so far one time when he was home by himself, he pretended to collapse in front of neighbors when his girlfriend was not at the house. I mean, when I tell y'all he went into character, like if you are that desperate, because of your actions, being the abuse, you know, being manipulative or whatever the case may be. If you are that into your act to where you got to you got to fake faint in front of neighbors. So when your girl comes home, the neighbors tell your girl, yeah, you know, he passed out. I was able to pick him up. Like if you got to go that far, man, like take the time to yourself and find out what it is within yourself that makes you that way, because that is what I did. Like when I was 18 years old, right? I'm not, I'm not going to tell you her name, but I was dating someone and I wasn't the best person to date. Like I said, I was insecure. I was jealous. I wasn't happy with myself. So because of that, like when I seen her and she was excited and she was happy, sometimes I did kind of rain on her parade or kind of say things to where it would kind of bring down her self-esteem, not calling her fat or like not things like that. But just like, for example, if she was to be like, now, let me see if she got a job right. Again, keep in mind, we was 18 years old. So, you know, when you're 18 and you live in the hood, any job is a great job because you're making money in a positive manner. So she damn dropped my phone. So if she came to me and was like, yo, John, I just got a job at McDonald's. You know, instead of being excited for her, the fact that she can now work and make a lot of money. Even if it even if it is like a fast food job, she can make money to where she can buy things for herself. Because, you know, when you're 18, you still live, live at home with your parents. So any money you make is basically for yourself. So she come to me and be like, oh, John, I got a job at McDonald's. And I say some shit like, you working at this fast food shit. But at the same time, I was working at KFC. But the fact that I wasn't happy with myself, like, bitch, don't you be happy. And again, me being a man and someone who is honest, I can admit and I can accept that I was not the best person to be around. But. 
Like once I realized that Because you know like When you are in the moment Like you are in denial Like men who abuse women Physically Which I have never done I've never done that That is something I will never do But men who abuse women physically Like in their mind In their mind Like what they are doing is right There's nothing wrong with it This is my woman She is my property So if I want her to do something, if she refuses to do it, then sometimes I have to resort to physical measure, measures to get the shit done. Again, when you are in the moment, like when I was jealous and I like I was insecure and sometimes I kind of rained on her parade or brought down her self-esteem. Like I thought it was OK in the moment. And I know some of you guys going to hit my DMs. You ain't shit, John. You just ain't. The- some of you. Some of y'all right now is with a guy right now. The nigga laying next to you right now, and he is doing that right now at 30 years old. But I realized this when I was 18, 18 and a half, that it, it just, it wasn't healthy. I wasn't the best person to be around. If I keep up this behavior and don't find out what it is within myself, makes me not look at myself in a positive light, then I, I probably will be single forever, forever. Because it's just... Like it's hard for someone to wake up and be excited to be around someone who is going to bring down their self-esteem or talk to them as if they're not worthy. So when I realized, yo, like my weight, like I just don't see myself as attractive. Like I, I didn't have no work ethic back then. I was lazy in a way. So when I changed those things about myself, that's when I became, you know, more comfortable with myself and more happy with myself. And I see myself in a positive light to where if I'm dating someone and she's happy and she's excited, then instead of me raining on, on like her parade and bringing her down, then I became excited because I was happy about myself and I was proud of myself because I was working hard, you know, on my own to become a better person and become the man that I always knew I could be. But speaking of now, man's, Someone new that can be PNB Rock. Now, a lot of y'all may not know who PNB Rock is. Like, he is not a household name yet, but he has been on some songs that we know and love. Now, PNB Rock, he is a rapper slash singer, and <clears throat> he went on his Instagram last night and posted in his stories. Let me pull up exactly what he said because I don't want to, as people say, why are you putting words in so and so's mouth? So let me read the words directly from his mouth. Let me find it. I got to find this. I want to read this word. Here we go. This is what PNB Rock said. He said, all these little niggas albums and tapes be sad as fuck. Laugh out loud. Like all these motherfuckers are so depressed. I can't listen to this shit. Makes me want to go kill myself listening to these sad ass little boys. LOL. He didn't stop there. He said, and these the niggas y'all look up to? Like being like. Like what he means is like this is this is your role model. This is who you look up to, a guy that's depressed and sings about his feelings. But he didn't stop there. He said, "Laugh out loud." Even when I was down to my last, when I was down and out, I was happier than that. Laugh out loud. I went. I went out and got it. I didn't sit around feeling depressed and sad. That's for suckers, man. These new generation shit, I guess. Like, come on, man. And again, to me, the sins. Let me put the the iPad down because when I read that, I got pissed the fuck off, man. 
Like that sends a bad message out into society because what you are saying is men who show emotions are depressed or feel a certain way about a girl and let it be known through their music that they were hurt, that these men are soft. And that is why when we look at a lot of inner city, you know, communities in regards to blacks, Hispanics, or just minorities in general, that is why a lot of people take out their anger in ways in which the hood, quote unquote, feels it to be appropriate. Because like rappers and people in general, they don't say things like that, like what PNB Rock said when, you know, we have rappers out here rapping about, oh, you know, I got the pistol and I smack a nigga in the face or, you know, I caught 10 bodies and I go to the trap house. Like when rappers say things like that, like men don't talk down on it. I'm In regards to I'm speaking about young men. They don't say, oh, he corny. He lame. When there's someone on the song speaking about there's been songs out with rappers have spoken about damn near. Remember, um. Couple years back when Rick Ross said in a song, I put a I put some shit in her drink and she ain't even know it. Something I fucked her and she ain't even know it. Like when lyrics like that get you looked at in a positive light by the youth. But when you say like when you rap or you mention about being depressed as a man and you are looked at as a cornball, as a lame. Like, that is a dangerous precedent to set because what you are saying is, like, you cannot be human. That's the way I look at it as. Because if you come online, right, for example, as a man, like, there's no way in hell a man is 100% confident every day. You know that no matter what happens in his life, whether he loses his longtime girlfriend, his mother, his father, his brothers, like, it is okay as a man to be depressed. Like, we got to stop pushing that narrative to where we make it scared for our, especially our black men, to have feelings and to show emotion. Like, I am never against a black man resorting to art, whether it be sports, you know, music, dance, or like whatever he feels may help him cope with the trauma he faces within himself. I am never against a man, especially a black man, Expressing himself through music That is a positive outlet Like anything that keeps That black man from You know Showing his aggression And his inner His um, his inner trauma In a violent way Like my mother still lives in the projects Like I'll be scared You know for my mama to come home And we got three people Who are depressed or dealing with Inner trauma they're hurt they're scared, you know, life is not going their way and they decide to rob my mother as a way to take out that aggression and let out that energy. So I'm never going to call a, a black man a lame because he raps about being depressed or he raps about being hurt by a girl or he raps about not having enough money. Like that is one thing we cannot do, especially as a black community. We got to stand by each other. Especially when the outlet a black man chooses to release his inner feelings, his trauma, and his aggression when that outlet is positive. We cannot, especially, and this is why I always say a lot of celebrities, they waste their voice. Like to be 
again, PNB Rock, he is not a household name, but to be someone of a certain stature and someone that kids look up to, to say something so idiotic and so demeaning, that hurts the black community, man. And I see a lot of people agreeing with him. Yeah, you know, if you rap about being depressed and you a man, you ain't a real man, you a sucker. But then again, thank you. I see a lot of people calling him out for this shit, man, because it's toxic, man. Like to say shit like that, especially you being black yourself. And then, you know, when situations happen in regards to Elijah McClain or George Floyd, then you come online and Black Lives Matter. Like, we cannot do that hypocritical bullshit, man. Like, it is okay for men to have feelings and express themselves. Like, we have to make that okay because, to me, like, that is what, like, that's basically step one for the black youth in the inner city to stop Killing each other and taking out their frustration and their aggression in other ways. So that's all I'm going to say, man. Again, if you guys have any responses, you guys want to reply to anything I said on this episode, you guys can hit my DMs at Lunchroom Chatterpod on Instagram, man. I've been tired as hell. I've been exhausted. I'm about to go take my black ass to sleep. I'm tired. But again, you guys stay safe. Coronavirus is still here. Put your damn mask on, man. Stop wearing your mask over your neck. Don't wear your mask on your ear, your forehead. Put your mask over your nose and your mouth. Y'all stay safe. I love y'all.